Welcome back, everybody. This is 80s Pop-Ups, and my name is Shelby, and this is your weekly, semi-weekly, occasionally show dedicated to the 80s music and the times that we all know and love. I've decided to attach or attack <laughs> this a little bit differently to avoid the running into weeks where we have the same song on repeatedly because of its performance back then. I'm just going to do these by year. I'm going to do the top 25 of each year, starting with 1981. So there'll be a little repeats as we've done one month so far, but I think this way we'll be able to succinctly do it more and get more done, and you'll hear a little bit more music and have a little bit more time to talk and things like that. That being said, we're welcome to the year 1981. This was the second year of the 80s. Um, this was the year Ronald Reagan began, as I've said before. Yay whatever um we have plenty of things going on um as i've said before i think the year 80 and 81 and possibly parts of 82 are almost their own style as it was because after mtv came out later this year and everything else things started to change remarkably the styles and tones and things became a little more diverse a little more different things get kept getting added that weren't in there before when it wasn't just radio that was the dominant form of getting your music out for everybody to listen to um also 81 was the beginning of the year the 80s pop culture you had Raiders of the Lost Ark came out the first year that the the space shuttles began launching it was really the beginning of the launch of the 80s this is 1980 was more of a saying goodbye to 1970s um so Let's begin. We are going to start with the number 25 song for 1981. This song came out in September of that year. Um, it did reach a peak of number two, stayed there for two weeks. And um, once we take a listen to the song, I'll come back and we'll speak a little about it and move on. So let's get going. Just a heartache in disguise 
And knowing it ain't really smart The Joker ain't the only That was Juice Newton, Queen of Hearts. This was a cover song um, that she had been given. The song was originally recorded in 1979 um, by the Hot Band, um, which was the backup singers for um, Amy Lou Harris. Um, the song didn't do real well. It, it did a little well, okay, in the UK and Ireland. It got into the top 20, but anywhere else it really wasn't a hit. Um, so it was given to Juice Newton in the end of 1980 for her album. And she released it and it became one of her biggest, if not her biggest hit. This song um, is part of the country pop crossover that was really big this year. Um, we're going to have a few other artists that come up. So I don't want to say too much of it now because I have nothing else to talk about when we come to them. But not really. They're pretty good in their own rights. But this is definitely... A poppy country song. Um, I also remember this song because in the summer of 1981, I made multiple trips down to the Keys, which is an island group where I used to live. So we would always be driving down the long stretch of road to get down there and all these songs. And this is the one that always got played a lot. And there's a few others, which I'll talk about when we get to them at some point, that were constantly on the radio that always played it just remind me of this time you know water even though it has nothing to do with the country it's just a feeling you get but they definitely have that power to them that you always forget and never always forget yes i always forget it that's why i'm always talking about it no you never forget it and always remember <laughs> thank you so that with that being said let's go on to number 24. this is a tribute song to the singer's friend who had recently passed away the year before. Let's take a quick listen. I'm shouting all about love While they cheated you like a dog And you were the one who had made it so
That was All These Years Ago by George Harrison. Uh, this song peaked at number two for three weeks in September of 81. Um, the really amazing thing about this song, as I said, it was written as a tribute to John Lennon, who had been assassinated um, in December of 1980. Um, this song was originally written for Ringo Starr, but he didn't like it, and he had sent it, and George took it back um, before John Lennon had been killed. Once that had happened... George decided to rework the lyrics for the situation and to put it as a tribute. And what's really interesting with this song is um, Ringo Starr is playing the drums on the song and Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney and his band Wings are doing backup vocals. So this is as close to a Beatles reunion as you would get until 1995 when they would do Freeze a Bird with dubbed in John vocals that they had found in a vault. Um... This is something I didn't even know that they were basically all living Beatles at this point had done this song. So you can kind of hear it a little bit. It's weird that this is how they ended up. And this was definitely written as a tribute to his friend that he had lost. Um, it did pretty well. Like I said, in the end of the year, it did get up to number two. It got stuck, stuck behind a couple big songs that came out at the end of the year. So this is, it caused a little bit of a situation. So that's why it wasn't number one. It probably would have been, except for the songs that ahead of it were the biggest blockbuster that had come out for in a long time, which again, we'll get to later. So let's go on. Um, we are now up to number 23. This was written by a Motown and sung by a Motown legend himself. Say 
That was Being With You by Smokey Robinson. This song was number two, again, for three weeks. This was in May of 1981, so toward the middle of the year. This song, again, was written by one of the original Motown legends himself. He wrote this song. He sang the song. It was did very well for him. I mean, he has a long and history of songwriting and singing, so... It was nothing new to him to be as good and prolific as he was. I love this song. Um, a lot of his music I love. I've always liked it. And this song to me, again, is a very early 80s song, even with it being an R&B type song. And there's a bunch of early R&B type songs that came out like this. Um, another one, which will be another song or two we'll get to, as a matter of fact. Um, just... This is a style I like. I like the smooth R&B with the the synthesized sounds. It's just something I've always enjoyed and remembered. A funny story with this song, though, is this song here, Smokey originally wrote it for someone else. But his producer came back and says, you know, that song's too good. You should do it yourself. And he did, and he kept it for himself. Um, what's ironic is the person he wrote it for their song kept this song out of number one. <laughs> so I'm not going to give that away because that's going to come much, much later in this year's countdown. But he was kept out of number one by a person that he had written this song for. It's just one of those little quirks of the charts that we always run across. But wow. So that being said, let's move on to number 22. Um, this is by... a. Um, crooning legend I guess you could say uh, to this day he's more of like you know a, he's a good singer he's a good songwriter but he's almost like not a joke but it's just like he has more funny weird things connected with him than um, this is not one of his more well known songs as a matter of fact this song I really do not like but hey it's in our countdown so we have to discuss it really quick so let's take a quick listen and you can tell me what you think Love on the rocks Ain't no surprise Just pour me a drink And I'll tell you some lies Got nothing to lose So you just sing the blues All the time Gave you my heart Gave you my soul You left me alone here With nothing to hold Yesterday's gone Now all I want is a smile
That was Love on the Rocks by Neil Diamond. As I said before, this song is not one of my favorites. It's another song that did have peak at number two for three weeks in January of 1981. This is from the um, movie soundtrack to The Jazz Singer. Um, as I said about Neil Diamond, there are some songs I like about him. I like um, Cracklin' Rosie and I like Sweet Caroline, who doesn't or who hasn't heard it repeatedly. And like I said, that song in itself has made him more of like an almost an icon, almost like a more modern day um, Tom Jones, in my opinion. Not saying he's a bad singer or songwriter. It's just it's that kind of connotation I connect with him. Um, this was done for that movie. Um, they had done a couple other songs for that movie, um, which I think that movie and the soundtrack to this movie is the, one of the main reasons he's not one of my favorites. Because that soundtrack just just drove me crazy. The song Heartlight, which for some reason I keep confusing with E.T. <laughs> even though it. Um, we also had um, Coming to America. Again, it, it's the kind of music that I, all came out that year that I liked. It was just complete antithesis of that. So, And I was also nine years old, so it just wasn't my cup of tea. <laughs> what can I say? I'm sorry, Neil. So let's go on. Um, this is our last song for this part of um, our countdown. We are now up to number 21. And as I said, this is a form of music from the early 80s that I just love. This is another R&B type song. Once you hear it, you'll know what I mean. It's just the kind of music and style that I really enjoyed then and I almost love going back to a lot. So let's take a quick listen now, shall we? Thank you. 
I see the crystal raindrops fall And the beauty of it all Is when the sun comes shining through To make those rainbows in my mind When I think of you sometime And I want to spend some time with you Just the two of us We can make it if we try Look for love, no time for tears. Wasted water's all that is, and it don't make no flowers grow. Good things might come to those who wait, but not for those who wait too late. We gotta go for all we know. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. That was Just the Two of Us by Bill Withers and Grover Washington Jr. This was a com, a compilation or a duet song that they had done. It peaked again at number two for three weeks uh, in May. Uh, this song, uh, Bill Withers, as you know, is also the song Man Who Did Ain't No Sunshine. Um, 
and he had teamed up with uh, Grover Washington Jr. Usually he had, which is usually had done jazz, and he decided to do this song, and it was one of the bigger hits. Like I said, it again. This was just the year that you had one or two songs that kept a bunch of songs out of number one. So you don't know it could have done better. You never know. But as I, as I have said before, this kind of jazz R and B type song is. I really enjoyed it. It's different. It's recorded in a different tone and composition. So it's it's unique. It does place itself in 1981 because that's when I remember it. But beyond that, it's not something that specifically just screams 80s when you hear it. Um, as I said, this is going to end our first part of our top 25 of 1981. Um, I'll be back hopefully next week and do your next five so we can keep going on. As I said, 1981 was a transition year. Um, this was when the 80s started to be coming into their own. Um, as I've stated before, I was nine and grew up in Miami. That was the year I was blessed with the scourge of chickenpox. Uh, had tons of other things going on. I grew up in a part of the country that managed to avoid the recession that happened right after Ronald Reagan came in and decided to do all his little changes that didn't start off real well um where i grew up we avoided all that because a lot of people doing illegal stuff just kept pumping cash into our economy so as i said i didn't even wasn't even aware that there was a recession in the early 80s until i was in college and saw the things and talked to some other people it's just one of those things <laughs> it's really strange um but as i said i really hope you guys will become back with me and enjoy this new format i think it'll be better we'll won't have as many repeats or any repeats if we keep the style. I will do my usual 10 songs that miss the top 25 that are very important at the end. And I will also have a um, an icon artist for this year I will mix in at some point. But once again, thank you all for joining me. And I really hope you have a wonderful week. And um, maybe I'll see you around Memorial Day. All right, everybody. You have a great weekend. And Talk to you soon.